0: Podcast. My name is Michelangelo Marenko, and today I'm here with Megan McDonough. Um, Today we're talking about the Office of Student Services and what they provide here at La Sierra University. So Megan, please tell me a little bit more about the Office of Disability Services.
1: So our office is one of the main offices that is compliant with the government, so any place that receives government funding needs to have an office dedicated to helping uh, people with disabilities uh, make equal access. So that is my entire job is to make sure that there is equal access for students on our campus.
0: I see. So what um, types what does the program offer if a student were to come in um, with a disability?
1: Great question. So we offer a lot of different services, uh, primarily academic. Uh, so helping students with disabilities, In classroom settings, in testing settings, uh, can do anything from extra time on tests, uh, note-taking in class, recording of class lectures, helping students get around campus with our golf cart. These are the kinds of accommodations that I discuss with students.
0: Well, that's really great. So, have you had, um, in the past, like, certain students come in and they ask, oh, I have this something that like maybe doesn't apply to the program or like they had issues with that? How, would, how did you go around that with the office?
1: And I think most of the time when people are thinking that, it actually does apply to the program. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's people coming in, oh, I didn't know that I qualify. do I qualify? Uh, so there are five main categories that qualify under our office. Uh, hearing impaired and deafness, visual impairment and blindness, mobility issues, uh, learning disabilities, and psychological impairments. That covers a very wide range of things. So if someone is questioning it, there's a good chance that my office can do something for them. Uh, the biggest ones that I think college students don't realize and are really being hit with are anxiety and depression. Oh, really? Those are two of the major areas. If those are interfering with school life, the Wellness Center and my office work very closely together with those two diagnoses to help students.
0: And so for students who do, because I know many students do suffer from that nowadays, especially, mm-hmm. so how how does um, the Office of Disability Services and the Wellness Center like work together to help th- accommodate those students?
1: Well, we have great counselors over at the Wellness Center, so it's always mm-hmm. wanting them to seek that help to learn coping skills. But beyond that, if it really is interfering with their lives, uh, the counselors over there are qualified to sign off on what is called a disability verification for my office. So at that point, they'll recommend they come and see me, and then I will have a student register with my office, and then we begin a discussion of what is affecting you, where are you seeing this come out in your life, and as we have that conversation, I can then help figure out what accommodations might help the person... um, do better, be more successful in school. And there is no prescription. If this is the diagnosis, these are the accommodations because everyone deals with things differently. So it's a very open-ended conversation.
0: So uh, when a student comes in with anxiety or depression, they will they need to take like an evaluate assessment test or see like what they would need.
1: No test? Um, The biggest thing is, yeah, talking to the counselor. The counselor then sometimes can give suggestions of this is where they're seeing it come out, and I can take that. Um, But a good example is with anxiety. Some people can't test in the same room with people because it brings out the anxiety.
0: Yeah, that's true. And
1: so I can help with getting them into a different location. But on the same spectrum, there are some people that don't want to be alone, that they need that group setting. So there is nothing under the 504, which is what I function under, ADA 504, that says, if this is a diagnosis, this is then the thing. It's a very interactive one-on-one process.
0: I see. So you basically work with each student's own accommodation, how they deal with anxiety or depression. Now, let's say a student is feeling very, in terms of depression, they're feeling very down one day and they just feel like they can't even get out of bed, how would the Office of Student Disability help cope with that? Like, would they give like, let's say a doctor's note for a class let's say they had, or a test?
1: One thing I have done in the past is maybe get an extension on due dates, because there's what we call a Mm flare-up in the disability.
0: Yeah, so like if like I was saying with the first example of Let's say they've really had a low day, a down day, Mm -hmm. and they just can't do anything. They're very like, just can't do anything at all. You can offer like extensions for students then for that.
1: Yeah, potentially. Okay, that's interesting. Extensions. Um, I
0: see. Um, So, where um, where can a student find the office of student disability? Like, where is it located?
1: Yes, Um, our current location is, our current temporary location is the Parra School of Business, room 215. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people have a hard time finding us or wanting to take a trip down here.
0: Yeah, because I remember it used to be below um, La Sierra Hall. Mm-hmm. But then I remember something happened where it got flooded. And yeah,
1: so that's no longer a potential location. So we're certainly looking into new locations, mm-hmm. but School of Business is letting us be housed here for now. But because of that, we do a lot online. So students are like, I don't want to hike down there. They mm-hmm. can always email us at ods at ods.lossier.edu. I'm constantly checking that throughout the day. All of our forms have been made um, digital downloadable PDFs and are found on our website, so if they go to the ODS website. um, So people technically don't have to come interact with me if they don't want to for questions and things. We can do that digitally. Um, If they're registering, I do do an in-person interview, like I said, for that interactive process to find what they need. But they can always start with their questions or things. Okay,
0: so they can just type it or even speak with you online? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. And so what times um, are your office hours for the Office of Disability Services if a student wants to walk in?
1: We are typically open um, Monday through Thursday 8 a.m. to noon and 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. and Fridays 8 a.m. to noon. Um, so there should almost always be someone here to help them.
0: And that's good to know. And it's always in the office of 215. Zapara. Oh,
1: Zappara School of Business 215, yes. Okay, great. And if I'm not there, it's going to be one of my student workers who knows how to contact me, so feel free to ask for me.
0: Well, that's really great. Um, so, what will a student need in order to be registered, like, in the office? Like, what would they, a student, let's say, who can't, you know, is a first time here at La Sierra, and... Mm-hmm. They just they felt like they, they need these, like their first quarter of class, for example, they weren't doing really well because of a disability or an anxiety they might have. Like, how would they go about in um, registering for the office?
1: Yeah, absolutely. First quarter, last quarter, it doesn't matter. Life happens. So, we are always here. Um, we've tried to make it as simple a process as possible. There's what we call the registration form, which just gives us some basic information on the person. Mm-hmm. I need that. I need what's called the Disability Verification Form, as I said, that can be filled out by the counselors depending on what's happening. Um, students that had IEPs in high school, that can be used. If you're consulting your own doctors, this can be filled out, so there's a lot of options on that one. But I do have to have documentation for the disability, and then you meet with me.
0: Okay. Well, that's interesting. So. And, and a student can even let's say if it's like his last year, and let's say something were to happen to him, whether he goes really down, he could always register. He or she can always register. At the department can
1: always register. You can register any year, any quarter, any week of the quarter. It's week nine. I could register you now to attempt to help with finals. I know something a lot of students really go through, through that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my office does sometimes see an uptake, but that's because people are realizing, okay, maybe these are barriers that I can't face on my own. And that's one of the biggest things I want students to know. It is not a week it is not problematic this office is here to help so don't see it as being bad or a weakness and that's something I'm constantly talking to students about this is helpful this is working towards your success so don't be scared of my office
0: okay and let's say a student has something like they want to share it it'll keep it all the department will keep it all disclosed and on all that
1: everything from my office is 100 percent confidential The only person that potentially knows a diagnosis is myself, as we're working on it. Everything else stays within me. The letters that go out to professors only say that you are registered with my office. It does not disclose why.
0: Okay, well, that's really great. Um, Well, thank you so much for being here today. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And I'll see you in the next podcast.